to the World Beyond the Tale, the Page Day American Gods podcast. I'm your host, James, and today we're reading page 17. Changes are coming, said the buffalo without moving its lips. There are certain decisions that will have to be made. Firelight flickered from wet cave walls. Where am I? Shadow asked. In the earth and under the earth, said the buffalo man. You are where the forgotten wait. His eyes were liquid black marbles, and his voice was a rumble from beneath the world. He smelled like wet cow. Believe, said the rumbling voice. If you are to survive, you must believe. Believe what? asked Shadow. What should I believe? He stared at Shadow, the buffalo man, and he drew himself up huge, and his eyes filled with fire. He opened his spit-flecked buffalo mouth, and it was red inside with the flames that burned inside him under the earth. Everything, roared the buffalo man. The world tipped and spun, and Shadow was on a plane once more, but the tipping continued. In the front of the plane, a woman screamed half-heartedly. Lightning burst and blinding flashes around the plane. The captain came on the intercom to tell them that he was going to try and gain some altitude to get away from the storm. The plane shook and shuddered, and Shadow wondered coldly and idly if he was going to die. It seemed possible, he decided, but unlikely. He stared out the window and watched the lightning illuminate the horizon. Then he dozed once more and dreamed he was back in prison. And Loki had whispered to him in the food line that someone had put out a contract on his life, but that Shadow could not find out who or why, and when he woke up, they were coming in for a landing. He stumbled off the plane, blinking and waking. All airports he had long ago decided looked very much the same. It doesn't actually matter where you are, you are in an airport. Tiles and walkways and restrooms, gates and newsstands and fluorescent lights. This airport looked like an airport. The trouble is, this wasn't the airport he was going to. This was a big airport, with way too many people and way too many gates. And that is our page. So, we begin with the Buffalo Man from the previous page, telling Shadow, changes are coming. This is a novel of changes. Shadow leaves prison, Laura dies, and changes. Shadow gets a new job. But that's not the page here. We can still consider one of the biggest themes of the novel to be changed, however, especially with how it relates to the gods and the immortal characters. I think it's easy to think of gods from Greek or Roman times or the Norse gods as changeless, especially because the stories we have of them don't change unless someone rewrites them. But the original stories don't change. But in America, as we'll find, the gods have to adapt or die. Actually... This is a really big Neil Gaiman theme in general. Neverwhere with Richard. Sandman with Morpheus. Stardust with the kid whose name I don't remember. But I know that they changed it for the movie. And... <sighs> I, I can't get into the movie right now. Let's continue on with the page. But it's also important to remember things change for mortals too. As the book goes on. Shadow especially. But... A lot of the non-god characters are forced to kind of reckon with change as it happens. And that's where the new gods come in. But we have a few more pages before we get to discuss them a little more in depth. The Buffalo Man, though, is generally understood to represent America as a whole. As a buffalo, he could also represent a number of Native American religions or even just generally the native tribes themselves it's not clear from the few times where he shows up to me at least but 
I think he shows up again, so I guess I'll have to keep my eyes open for that. The other theme that really shows up on this page is belief. Shadow does not believe in things that he cannot physically touch, as we've discussed many, many times. So there's a storm, again, a different storm, a stronger storm, and it has landed Shadow in an airport where he's not meant to be. We can talk about that more tomorrow, I suppose, though, because that's not exactly here. I think it's interesting Shadow is numb as he considers his impending death if the plane were to crash. He's definitely depressed and trying to deal with Laura's death. I also like Shadow dreaming about Loki warning him of a death sentence hanging over his head because it's a big chunk of foreshadowing that I don't think I've noticed in previous reads either. I know I said I was going to get into spoilers as we went on, but I don't want to dig into this too deeply. For right now, let's just lampshade that. Page 17, there is a death sentence on Shadow, and that'll become important in about 300, 400 pages? Quite a while, but it's a big part of large aspects of the novel. I think it's best just to mention that something and someone is manipulating Shadow. That's why he ends up at an airport he's not supposed to end up at. That is why a lot of different and disparate things happen to Shadow as the book goes on. And the book tells you pretty early on what's going on, but it's really easy to miss because you're not looking where you're supposed to be looking. Anyway, let's keep that in mind before I get into spoilers that are way, way too deep for right now. Shadow is now at an unfamiliar airport. Well, no, he doesn't say unfamiliar, does he? I say unfamiliar. He's at the wrong airport. And he claims that all airports look the same, but I don't know that that's true. If I don't know, maybe if I fell asleep on a plane that was heading to one airport and I landed at a different one without knowing which airport I was at, maybe it would look pretty similar. I just kind of think of the carpet at Portland International Airport. Or, you know, most of the, uh, most of the gates in uh, Albany Airport in New York are pretty different from most airports that I've been in. You know, in O'Hare, LAX, JFK, I don't know what other airports there are. Maybe if it was a larger airport like that, it wouldn't be as distinctive. I also don't travel by air as much because it is absolutely panic-inducing and not usually worth the trouble for someone like me. I don't see anything else on the page at this exact moment. No, I think we're good. So, you can get in touch with us at World Beyond the... Mm, no, the world beyond the tail at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter at WorldBeyondPod. A big thank you to Julian Granganage for his version of St. James Infirmary Blues that we use as our theme song. Thanks for listening, and I'll be back tomorrow for another page. And remember, only the gods are real. <laughs>